2: Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed.
3: Hello, welcome to Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes. And today's topic is... Count your blessings, not your shekels. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Middle School Studios in Culver City, California, the heart of Screenland. Yes. Yes. So today is our show that is all about opening up to prosperity. Yes. Today, we,
4: as I wrote it, Daryl and Ed, will generously share everything we have in our fanny packs. And open ourselves up to abundance. And? It's not every day we open up our fanny packs for everyone to see, is it?
3: Or generously give them everything that we have in there. That's right. We don't hold back anything. No. And? Because generosity opens the door to prosperity. Not stingy. I can't show you this. Don't be, I'm a withholder. Nope. Nope. Yes. And Daily Word magazine editor Laura Harvey is going to rejoin us. It's been a few weeks to read today's Daily Word, Prosperity. All right. And the good news is uh, why we say count your blessings and not your shekels is because gratitude for what you already have. Yes. Is the quickest way. To get out of a poverty consciousness and into a prosperity consciousness. Yes. And I got a quick little quote here from uh, Catherine Ponder. Perfect. One of her books is on our um, goodreads.com list. Yes. Perfect. Anything we read here today or any other day you can Mm -hmm. find on goodreads.com, just search word Daryl and Ed. Right. And um, funniest thing, I got this in the mail just like a day before we were going to do the show. Yes. Yesterday. And it's called an abundance formula.
4: That's what we're looking for.
3: We love the formula. Yes, we do. Especially in abundance when it says, people have demonstrated abundance in the very face of apparent lack simply by thinking about the love of God and thanking him for what they have. And I love this little Mm. quote. A sick pocketbook responds to praise and thanksgiving. Don't you like that? I love that. We've all had hardships because we neglected the attitude of gratitude. And she gives a little Bible verse. Father, I thank Thee that Thou hast heard me, and I know that Thou hearest me always. John eleven forty one. Is that thing there something that other people can get their hands on somehow? You know, I do believe if you actually write Catherine Ponder, it's uh, you'll have to look her up online. It's uh, Unity Church Worldwide, P.O. Box 1709, Palm Desert, California, 92261. And she'll send you... Uh, which both myself and Ed read daily yes uh, a quick little like bookmark that has yes. our pamphlet and it has the greatest short mm-hmm. power-punched prosperity affirmations that yes. you've ever heard and we might have time to share some of those but before we get too far ahead of ourselves Ed has the three we don't the three bad breaths
4: <laughs> bad to the bone this one uh, this week we're, since we're talking about prosperity we, uh, part of the, we'll get into the daily word, and part of the, 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 one of the ideas in today's show is that the prosperity is always there, it's always available, and it's always coming, and oftentimes when we experience some kind of, when I experience some kind of lack, I need to open up and create a bigger vessel for whatever I'm looking for. I'm the one who's, you know, I'm coming, I'm holding on to a small little thimble when really I want to open up to a much bigger.
3: Right. Ball of blessings. Well, the panic when I'll like see my, we were just talking about, see my, maybe my checking account isn't what I assumed was in there, meaning it's a little lower, I may immediately feel fear. And that's what we mean about shrinking down to a thimble sized yes. consciousness. Because now I'm believing all oh, I man. ever get is a thimble. I'm not, I got to figure this out. I got to do something. Oh no. What am I going to do? I better not spend as much. And all that does is to step on the hose of the flow of prosperity. Yeah. So what we do is we try to, we'll feel, we'll hear that panic. And then gently, like we always say, like being a loving, but firm parent to yeah. ourselves, we remind ourselves that God is the supply of all our good, yes. and, and there's really nothing to fear. That God is the that God is the source, right. and all the channels change. Yes, but uh, but our good will flow. We have a good little story about how we came up with today's daily. Yes, uh, yes. yes, because we've
4: ever we uh, well, many of us have heard the idea of a thimble going to the ocean with a thimble. You know, and and which isn't you're not going to get too much water out if you only go with a thimble. Right. You're better off going with a bucket. That's right. But we like to come up with something that makes us laugh pretty much and gives us that joyful lift.
3: Because we also read somewhere in a Catherine Ponder book, The Prosperity of Love, that joy, a joyful heart is what opens you up to receive yes.
4: more prosperity. It's kind of like the battery that jump starts, whatever the affirmation is or whatever we're thinking about. So I, I came up with the breath, which was I traded my thimble for a notion of love. And Daryl suddenly said, I don't know why, but I'm thinking I traded my thimble for a garment bag. And then I started laughing. And then he started laughing. <laughs> and then we went back to, all right, let's go write the show. We went back to the show. And then we got back to the breaths, and I said, for some reason, I'm still thinking about that garment bag. It doesn't make sense to me, but if we're laughing about it, there's a reason we're thinking about it. And then Daryl shared why the garment bag was like a prosperous symbol of prosperity for you. So tell them about that. Well,
3: when I was working as a doorman at the Four Seasons Hotel, you know, I mean, you know – um, what do you want to say? Prosperous or wealthy people? Yeah. You know, they don't travel wearing a fanny pack. Right. And whenever they'd hand me, you know, a garment bag. Yes. It was always to be handled with the utmost care because they either right. had their fur, their wife's fur coat or they had the, the suit they were going to wear at the, sure. at the presentation they were giving to, yes. the, to the board of directors. So they'd always say, Dale, uh, you know, just be careful with the garment bag. And I'd say, no problem, Mr. Phelps. And then after I told Ed that story, Ed turned to transform the thimble into. To the fanny pack. Because when we were writing,
4: I, I, for some reason last night we were talking about the title of the show and such. And I was like, somehow we got to incorporate the fanny pack. So all that said, <laughs> we have decided to breathe. that today is breathing, we'll, we will say together, I trade in my fanny pack for a garment bag. So, first, let's take a deep breath together. Let it go. Here we go. I traded my fanny pack for a
3: garment bag. I traded my fanny pack for a garment bag. I I traded my fanny pack for no a Garmin, Garmin bag,
4: ah! All aboard! All right! Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: The prosperous train is leaving the station. And you know what? I've never seen a first-class traveler bored with a fanny pack. That's right. So That's I only right. see, like, fearful little tourists with their fanny packs, and they have their wallet up front because I don't want anyone to steal it <laughs> out of my back pocket. Yes. And that is just not healthy thinking. That's right. So
4: we have a couple readings because earlier while we were in the children's section at the local church where we we go over our – rehearse our show sometimes we go in this little glassed off room where you're allowed to make noise it's called the, the crying room it's called the crying room so daryl and i went in there and we went through some readings we were talking about what do we really want to get across and we, we all of a sudden we realized let's talk about how we really feel when we start to get scared and we start thinking about lack and then daryl had a, well a great reading about that. And then a great reading from Alan Cohen about what's the sort of the antidote. For yes. That. So I was going to read those.
3: Because we didn't want to just talk about throwing affirmations on top. Of yes. A, a fearful. That's consciousness. right. Consciousness. I mean, that's like what they would say in New Jersey. You can't polish a turd. <laughs> so we're going to get rid of the turd. Yes. And uh, then, then apply the affirmation. Yes. And then that's way it goes off. Yeah, because until we clear out
4: the turd, uh, it's it's just too much work to try to keep affirming and going against what's really going on inside. So first, we have to bring yeah. some love and clearing to what's going on inside.
3: It actually ends up just reaffirming yeah. our fear of lack. Yeah. So we're going to cut that out with this reading. This is from As Bill Sees It, which is popular in 12-step groups. So yeah. I'm just going to read it verbatim so I don't screw, make a mess out of it. And um, if it applies, great, but most of it applies to anyone. And it's on page 301. It's called To Rebuild Security. In our behavior respecting financial and emotional security, fear, greed, possessiveness, and pride have too often done their worst. Surveying his business or employment record, almost anyone can ask questions like these. In addition, and in this case, it's talking about alcoholics to my drinking problem, but you just replace that. With yourself, what character defects contributed to my financial instability? Did fear and inferiority about my fitness for my job destroy my confidence and fill me with conflict? Or did I overvalue myself and play the big shot? Indeed, we all need to cross-examine ourselves ruthlessly to determine how our own personality defects have demolished our security. Right. And... Earlier, I was thinking, you know, well, why do we act out of fear? I got to get to the front of the line. Yeah. I got to get there first or feeling like I'm insecure about the position I have. Right. I'll refuse to admit I made a mistake. Right. I might even go a step further and almost by omission allow someone else to take the fall because I am so insecure that maybe I'll get fired or I'll lose my job or on the other token, I may, even if my work's done and I could allow myself some freedom, I will think I better sit here at my desk because otherwise they won't think I'm staying busy. Right. All this, all these things, I start to think, well, why do I do these things? And it's funny because I, exercise or act out all these defects out of my own fear to in, to ensure my security right but what it ends up actually doing is demolishing my security yes yeah and and when you're saying defects and other people
4: call them uh false beliefs limiting beliefs right whatever mental patterns and what I was thinking about this because I would never heard that term used until I met you, and it, it, it helped me to see, like, it's a defect in my personality if it's not congruent with who I really am, right. which is a child of God, a you know, an abundant, right. creative person. So in the old school, they're not going to put on the kid gloves. They're going to call it a defect because it's, it's – def- it's, Yeah, because it's not – it's not congruent with the truth. That's right. It's like if if you have a, something you plug in in the wall and there's like wire showing through the cord. There's, it's a defective cord, yes. right? Because it doesn't do the job that it's meant to do and what it's capable of doing. So, And we don't
3: judge the defective
4: cord That's harshly. Because
3: right, we're here to learn. Yeah, we just go, okay, I need a new cord. Okay, in this case, I there's another way of looking at this. Which goes into the next reading we're going to do
4: because that... Okay, we see the the defect, or we right. see the pattern. So,
3: what do we do to get right? What comes What caused me from that knee jerk reaction? I gotta get. I better get up there first, or I better do this. Yes, you know. Or we're gonna talk about this more. How the the means? I mean, the the means justify the ends justify the means. Yeah, and I can say even before, like even before these shows
4: we do today's show, there's been stuff coming up for me, and part of me felt like the impetus to like. We started to perceive that, like, Daryl's not listening to me. Say, so, like, that's one of the things. Because that's what I, I think being the youngest child, whatever it was, I, I, I was in the perfect belief that people don't listen to me. Like, like that's the, de- like, the defective belief that I've had in the past. So I'm tempted to be like, I'm going to take it back. Mind you, the whole thing is an illusion <laughs> in my head, well, we got right? some good stories yeah, about illusions yeah. in our heads today. So if I had acted that uh, out, like, Daryl uh, acted out, you know, I'm going to take back this this show from Daryl or something like that, which in the past when I was, uh, you know, not that far distant future. I mean, in the distant past, I might be, you know, taking action on those hey, songs. Screw this!
3: I'm out of here!
4: Yeah, then people look around like, why is that so upset? Because yeah. they don't see me as not being heard. They're, you know, they, they hear the real me. Right.
0: You know, but what's you, really I going mean, on.
3: Yeah, it's almost that, like saying we did that show with the title... It's not what you think of me that makes me upset. It's what I think you think of me that makes me upset. Because
4: I'm sitting here right now, as soon as the show started, I feel great. I'm so happy and so grateful to be able to do the show. It's not even about how much I know or don't know. It's about all of, you know, it's really about just enjoying the stuff we're talking about.
3: Yeah, and we do this anyway. So we're also very grateful that you at home are listening. Yes. But if you weren't. Ed and myself would be talking about this stuff anyway uh-huh, at Middle exactly. School so Let's hear from Alan Cohen. Yeah, this is, a, so, this is a solution to help calm those panicked ideas. Yes. You know, going along with, you know, looking at the facts and what's the truth about the situation. But that might be hard to see when we're feeling those feelings. Yes. And this is on November 13th. Funniest thing. It was today's. I know. And he says, ask at. Sorry. Ask yourself, what is the happiest thought I can think about this situation? And then assume and act as if that is the truth about it. Imagine that the last thought, the, the, the most empowering, is the truth. You will succeed because the truth is always the thought that brings us the most life. Yes. Conversely, if something brings you down to think it, it cannot be the final truth. The truth is always brings happiness man that is oh so i'm on fire me too you know why why because this goes right into the story about what happened at the identity conference yes. with the yes. uh vp former vp of starbucks and sarah sarah lee. sarah lee yeah well let me i have this real quick thing to oh, say yeah, about that because there. this will lead
4: us into it as well yesterday i was saying to myself i was kind of in a negative state i said to myself I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I was, and then this voice said, yes, you do. And then, the voice, and then I listened to it like, what am I doing? And the voice simply said, you're, you're just choosing the thoughts that feel good and going with it. Because I was, you know, doing this stuff. Sometimes i say, what am yes. I doing? This stuff feels crazy. But all we're doing is going for the thought that feels good because that one turns
3: out to be the true one that's the the, the divine order that is our guidance system and that's i'm glad you shared that yes because i went to this it was a conference i was invited to do a workshop with some heavy hitters i and i felt like a little bit out of a fish hour water yes first of all i got there late i'm in jeans and Uh a a pullover shirt yes i'm a half hour late i get to the workshop it's in this beautiful auditorium saddleback church and there's two guys up there and like good looking i mean these guys had nice suits yes i mean these guys weren't slouches so i finally get up there and they started talking about there was someone asking questions it was kind of funny how i just showed up on stage what a half hour after the talk half had started, started right? and they were looking Perfect. at me like who is this guy yeah and it was it actually turned out to be a very humorous entrance uh-huh for all involved but the thing was we started talking about um they started asking about how you know the people there are asking well how do you know how to do this and how do you do that and the um, the idea of business plans and mm-hmm. what is this and you know it was just getting so convoluted right right that finally I just it came to me and I said business plans I go that's crap yes. and now I have the VP of Starbucks this other uh guy who owns uh I guess uh, he does mutual funds and yes. does your financial security planning. And I said, I, I started talking about how we got, oh, the only reason we think that we need these business plans is because we're not sure of ourselves because we're treating that inner voice like the enemy. And that really, if we listen to the voice, to the thoughts that feel good and the thoughts that feel bad, the ones that feel bad are because we're going in the wrong direction.
4: Yeah. So let's pause there. I really want to hear what happened next. This is such an inspiring story. So, coming up next, we'll hear the rest of your yes. story, and uh, we will be joined by Daily Word Editor Laura Harvey to read the Daily Word. Uh, so, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called the Pants Take Eight. <laughs>
5: ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are on some level a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly 5 years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics: A Deeper Look at Unity Teachings is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you're just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click
6: on Shop. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
4: All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing. Today's show is called Count Your Blessings, Not Your Shekels. And uh, before the break, Daryl started talking, uh, telling a story about a recent talk that he was a part of down in Orange County called the Identity Conference, which we lovingly refer to as the Identity Crisis. Yes. And Daryl was invited on stage with some. Uh, actually, I just ran up on
3: stage there in the middle of their workshop.
4: Right. He actually had been previously invited, however. And uh, so he joined a couple of men in nice suits on stage and there was Daryl stumbling in 30 minutes late. And before we get to the, you know, get more into the story, we wanted to bring in our guest, Laura Harvey, the editor of the Daily Word magazine.
3: Hi guys. How are you today? Fantastic. Fantastic. We're happy to have you back. We we wanted to include you in this story because the Daily Word plays a key part in the story. So let's get back into the story. Okay, so I was actually invited to do a workshop, like I mentioned, started to talk about in the previous segment. And up on stage was the former VP of Starbucks and Sara Lee. Yes. Um, as well as a financial. Uh, consultant who has his own company i believe his right. name is evan kirkpatrick and steve chandler is the former vp of starbucks at Sara lee yeah
4: and, so, so, and before the break you started talking i just want to make sure i'm on the same page you started talking about someone had mentioned a business plan and you were saying basically uh some things that we think we need to do are crap if they take <laughs> us away from the things that feel good like yes. the, the main thing we need to do are the things that feel good for us? Is that right? Because yeah, saying? I
3: was sharing actually uh, one of the people. It was a workshop. Was asked throwing up questions. I just show up on stage and they were going on and on about business plans Should I do this? Should I not do this? I'm not sure about this. And they were getting practical, but you know, very, very thought out, heavy duty thinking type answers know. from these two VPs, which I'm sure the most well adjusted entrepreneur would understand. But my little pea sized brain from New Jersey. Yeah, doesn't get it. And I feel myself starting to crack like, oh, this is this is garbage. Uh-huh. You know, this isn't helpful. Right. because It wasn't helping me. So they, they come to me and I'm like, uh oh, but I didn't have time to hold back. And I said, you know what? All these ideas of business crap plans and should I do this and should I do that? I go, oh, that's garbage. And now I got the VP in a suit. This other guy looking at me like, oh, where's the, is this guy? Yeah. Is this guy just a vagrant who came on stage because uh-huh. I was in jeans and my T-shirt? Right. And I started to talk about how, you know, that we need to prior. You need, first of all, to love you. If you don't love what you're doing and love to share what you're doing, because I talked about how I used to buy real estate and I love to decorate it and get it really nice for the rental, you know, for rental and rent it out to people. And I always didn't, you know, I got the best possible price because I gave the best service and I loved it. Same thing with the book I wrote. I loved it, you know? So I said, if you're not doing that, first of all, then you're better off just working at a company until you find something you love that much to share. Right. And now, like, they're coming alive. The Even the VPs were like, holy cow, like, I haven't heard this in a long time type feeling. you could feel yeah. it. And then I started to talk about how to practice God in business. That And I was just rambling because I was so angry about not understanding what they were saying. <laughs> and I said... You've got to treat your customer like if the tables were turned, say to them exactly everything you would like to know about the product, good and bad, right. if the tables were turned. And if you don't get that, so you get a better one. I gave examples from my life in the art world and in real estate. And then I finally nailed down that the means do not justify the ends because in a lot of these seminars, you hear a lot about banging down doors and getting right, what right, you want. Right. You know, and pushing and shoving and racing to the front of yeah. the line like we talked about and, earlier. And basically ignore your feelings. Push through the bad push feelings. Push through the bad feelings. Not realizing that I can't treat these people in front of me right now like garbage because I don't think they're the big fish. Right. Because if I do that, then I'm, build, I'm, I'm not going to – because that's my foundation. Right. And everybody is a golden key to the link of our good. And by this time, the, the former VP of Sara Lee and Starbucks – He came alive. He was glowing. He was like, I I can't believe what I just did. This is exactly what you guys need to do. You forgot to mention what you mentioned in the talk specifically. I talked specifically about you got to do a regular meditation of some sort. Morning routine. Morning routine. Mm -hmm. I said, you can't run a cell phone for more than 24 hours without plugging it in. Right. And I said, you know, I talked about the refrigerator. When it's not plugged in, the food goes bad. I said, Every morning I have to do a routine and I use a simple, I said, you could use the daily word and use that. I also talked about the Emmett Fox around the year. Yes. After we went to lunch. Yeah. The, the, the financial planner had a zip in his private jet or something somewhere. That right. doesn't matter to me, but uh, Steve Chandler, the VP of uh, Starbucks and Saralee, we grabbed me, said, let's have lunch. Mm-hmm. We had lunch. We went on about all this, these tools and the next day, he calls me up because we had a great night that night talking all about the spiritual, you know, that me and you, that Ed and I talk about on the show. That he, he actually texts me in the morning. I want Laura to hear this. And he shows me on there making sure he had the right website for the Daily Word because he was subscribing for the Daily Word. And he goes, I'm going to get it online. Do you have that? And I explained, no, I have the paper one, too. It's all 1995. You get everything I told him the classic. It's cheaper than a Mai Tai. Yeah. you know, even if it makes you feel good for just one day, you still get 364 days. You know, I gave him the whole Daryl Fazaro spiel about why. Wow. He laughed, so he he subscribed to that. Then he ordered. Uh, he went right to Amazon and ordered a copy of Around the Year with Amit Fox. Perfect. And a copy of my book. You know, what if Godzilla, Godzilla just wanted a hug? And that was very flattering as well, because this guy normally. I would feel these guys are out of my league. Yeah. You know, they're up here. You know, and to make a long story short, the next day because we were there two days, he showed up not in the uh, you know, a suit. He wore a beautiful suit by the way. I mean, if I I mean, this was no this was no men's warehouse suit. This right. was a suit that fit and it was comfortable and it was nice. The next day he showed up with jeans <laughs> and an untucked and comfortable oxford
6: Um, casual
3: and it was almost like i allowed him the permission to be himself and then he even talked about taking off the mask and then he confided in me about he had you know all those awards he had gotten and reaching all the way to the top he lives on the island in seattle with bill gates the same island i mean he's very successful in the eyes of the world and he said all of that daryl were hollow victories and he kept telling this other um Guest there, mm-hmm. speaker. Mm-hmm. This guy Daryl, he has it down. He goes, his tenants cover the mortgage. You know, the rent covers the mortgage. Yeah, him and his wife don't have to work hard. They have a nice. He goes, this guy's got. He was looking at my life, which I look at too. Like yes. this is the way to live. It's not about acquiring more, right? It's about meeting your needs and knowing that God will take care of your dreams. That's right.
7: And speaking from your heart, I mean, you just, you you said what was on your mind and on your heart in that moment in front of the crowd of people yeah. and oh, yeah. big people that you're looking up to and thinking you're out of their league or something. You just say it. You say what's on your heart and that well, yeah. look at well, what happened. That's amazing.
3: And, well, thank you. And that, and I owe that to the Daily Word because I would never have that confidence because... Part of me wants to put on the mask and go, uh-oh, these guys know more than me. I better say, yeah, business plan is great, even though I've never used a business plan in my life with any creative endeavor. You know, the ones that have succeeded and the ones that have failed, and I'm probably in the same ballpark of fail and success as these guys. Right. Yes. So thank you for the Daily Word once again, and now it's blessing somebody else on that little island up in Seattle.
7: Hey, thank you. Thanks for mentioning it. And that, uh, oh, my gosh, that's a great story. I can't believe it. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: it's awesome. And now we want to, speaking of Daily Word, hmm, we might as well get right into well, it. Well, let's let's thank our listeners first. Oh, because, yeah, we almost uh, forgot. We're all hyped up on Daily yeah, Word.
4: Well, it's such a great story. I'm glad you shared that one because I just love you have the worldly success, and then you have when I hear you tell the story, and then you have you, the Fazara, Mr. Daryl, talking about uh, the spiritual path of, like, I mean, it's it, it translates into the world, but it's such, the loving path of true yeah, love, prosperity.
7: Loving what you do. True
3: prosperity. Yeah, because prosperity. more doesn't make, doesn't right. make me happy. Like, just the idea of, I need more, that's not going to make me happier. Right, and we've talked about it in the past. Don't look at
4: the people who are in the middle who think, you know, who are trying to get to the top. Look at the people at the top and find out what they're doing and what, what, what really resonates, you know, rings true for them. And this is a great example of that. So, uh, but yeah, we want to thank our listeners. Yes. Because, uh, man, it's so great every time we get a letter or a like or, you know, anything from our listeners.
3: Yes, we really appreciate all of you listening.
4: It's so great. And uh, we also want to thank our chief engineer. Mr. Jeff Comfort, because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. <laughs> Woo! All right. Shout out time for the prayer line, which is 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729.
3: Pick up the receiver, I'll make you a believer. <laughs> boom, 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 boom.
4: all right right. let's give a little shout out to our sponsor that's right italy and uh they are the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning italy and italian americans visit them online at i-italy.org daryl and i are italian americans yes we are so it's a perfect fit for our show and all of that said why don't we get into the daily word
7: All right, today is Wednesday, November 13th, and our word is prosperity. Our affirmation, I open my mind to plenty and receive with gratitude. If I am experiencing lack of any kind, I may be thinking there is a limited supply available to me. Although the abundance of God's good is as vast as the ocean, I can only carry as much water as my container will hold. If I want to enjoy more, I must enlarge my container or expand my consciousness. In 2 Corinthians 9, 8, it reads, God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. Mm -hmm. This truth resonates with me. I open my mind to plenty and receive with gratitude. I share my gifts abundantly and I am prospered. From Isaiah fifty four thirteen, all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the prosperity. Oh,
4: nice, nice, nice. And uh, the message verse for the same uh, from Isaiah 54, I backed it up to 12 through 13, says, Construct your towers with rubies, your gates with jewels, and all your walls with precious stones. All your children will have God for their teacher. What a mentor for your children ah it means ah. i don't
3: have means i don't have to make it happen i can let god do the heavy that's lifting. that's right
4: and the message is a nice translation of the bible if you go to goodreads.com type in one word daryl and ed in the search you'll find all the books that we are reading from on our show there and that we read in real life even when we're not on the air that's
3: right because daryl
4: doesn't just play daryl on the radio he <laughs> actually is daryl every yeah, day
3: yeah actually that because if you see the costume which isn't even a costume on our banner that's Pretty much what I wore to the Identity Conference.
4: (laughs) That's it. That's it. I love this uh, daily word, and it's really got me thinking about what the heck do they mean by enlarging my container and expanding my consciousness? Because that's—I mean—that could be some highfalutin' words right there, you know? Because uh, and when you're in it, in the midst of like those bad feeling thoughts, it's like, yeah, f you. I what do you mean? Enlarge my container? You know, (laughs) What, what does? What is the container first of all?
7: well i think it's a lot about shifting the way you're seeing what you have you know the way you're seeing your blessings the way you're seeing what's in your um life if we look at it and it's so limited and we think and we're only looking at you know what's going out and 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 mm-hmm. or we're starting to get fearful you know i was think i was the other day i was doing my bills and i was um, I mean, there's a lot of bills after moving this thing, and I've got this stack of ATM receipts and different things. And I, so I'm start I'm going through
3: them. Well, wait, let me just hold it right there, Laura. Okay. Because Laura, just in case the listeners don't know, just made a huge move halfway across the country yes. from Missouri to San Diego. So that's yeah. why this is like a big, just so they can understand, this yeah. isn't just yeah. a normal month of bills. This is ju- This is all over the place.
4: Yeah. And she yes. thought she was going to have what about three more years to do this and it happened in right. 45 days. No so,
7: no, no no nothing. So, yeah. So I'm there. I'm, I'm, the, you know, you know how you do it. You subtract everything. You're subtracting your, and I'm noticing I'm slumping over and I'm starting to feel heavy and I'm getting a little scared. It's like, you know, oh my gosh, is there going to be enough and everything? And I'm like, whoa, I got to stop this. I hate having that kind of negative energy around my finances or my right. prosperity. you know, Yeah. I, I mean, so I was like, okay, what I gotta do, what I gotta do. And so I, I pulled up my bank register online and I started looking at every one, and I, it could, tells you the place where I spent my money, you know?
6: Uh-huh. And I started
7: thinking, okay, that was a great dinner. I love that dinner we had the other day. That's that- awesome. And then, you know, uh, we, ha- we got gas in our cars. I was so thankful that we got gas in our cars and I'm so thankful nice. for my, uh, my paid my, you know, I could pay my car payment. I mean, I'm so grateful for my, and it, it just took like five minutes and I was just like beaming and so wow.
4: happy
7: all of it. And that is an essence of changing our, con- I just widened it. I was no longer yes. looking at a limited That's incredible. little incredible,
4: you know, uh, one quick thing, I got, I just got a little uh, message on the line from a listener, Kurt Naus, who I've mentioned before, and he wants to know what are shekels because that ties directly. He said, because our show's called Count Your Blessings, Not Your Shekels. And from Daryl used to bust my balls a little bit about uh, being a, a shekel counter. So, yeah, because he was stingy. I'm,
3: I only have two shekels left. I would say, well, shekels is an East Coast slang, but it really isn't like we would. It's a you know a word that's thrown around exactly like that. You know, don't be stingy, don't count your shekels. Yeah, it's an East Coast line, but it really is a legitimate form of currency in Israel.
4: Yeah. Okay. So getting back to what Laura just said, which is so fantastic because she used her appreciation to actually multiply
3: what she had, but in a way that many people I don't think yes. would do, which would be to think, well, I'm not going to look at what I spent. If I'm going to think positive, I got to only look. So I love how you took looking at yeah. whatever went out, but seeing it as a blessing. Right. Because yeah, that's all part
7: of living. I mean, that's yes. the container, the circulation yeah. of all this money and, and the fact that we get to, you know, enjoy our lives and all that just brought it out. You know, this is yes. all good. All the spending and, is good.
3: Yes. And that now, and, and that's the key. It's that feeling. It's the feelings, yeah. which is our consciousness. Yeah, we, you know, because it's our thinking and then we have right. our feelings and then the two combine. And then that when you speak the word in that frame of mind, it has power to right. make it real. So you don't want to be cursing when you're feeling right. misery because you're really strengthening the curse. Yes. So when you took a look at what went out and we're able to bless that and then you're, you're I could even feel like the same high you must have Me experienced too. as you were telling the story, because I was thinking about. Gee, I never tried that one. That's a great tool yes. to go through my bank register online and look at where the money went and, re- and just remind myself of the experience of being grateful to have the money to pay for that experience or that bill or that that product. Yes, And that lifting me up. And now I'm in that space where I'm blessing it and that attracts more
4: wealth. Totally. And it's like, I got the image when you were hunched over, started hunching over toward the bill. You know, you're focusing so close on the lack... Then you step back, 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 appreciate more, more, more. Then you can contain a much broader, more yeah. full, loving vision.
7: Yeah.
4: ah, That feels good. Well, it's, we're getting right up to the break here. So thank you for uh, coming on today with us, Laura. We're happy to have you back. Exactly. We love you. Yeah, that was a great love share. Yeah, I definitely. And I'm going to use yes. that from now on. I love that idea. I'm so glad I was honest about what the heck is a container. <laughs> Me too. So thank you. I'm learning from Daryl here. But coming up after the break, we have the joke of the day. We got some funniest things for the week, a great reading. So thank you for listening to Uni- uh to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants, take 8.
3: I-T-Yoga.
8: The book of Revelation, you might think so, and it doesn't end well. But is it possible that the Bible's darkest story is a positive tale? Author Ed Townley, host of the Unity online radio show The Bible Alive, thinks so. A Bible enthusiast, Townley focuses on the metaphysical meanings rather than the literal text. In Kingdom Come, new from Unity Books, Townley takes a fresh approach to revelation. The kingdom, Townley explains, doesn't await us in the afterlife. It's ours to experience today as we learn to find the good even in our darkest challenges. Explore revelation in a new light. Order the book Kingdom Come online today at unitybooks.org.
1: Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
2: We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
3: Hey, welcome back to The Funniest Thing. Today's episode is titled Count Your Blessings, Not Your Shekels. And it's all about prosperity and the tools we use to open our mind to greater prosperity and abundance and get rid of those negative thoughts and ideas that seem to put our foot on the hose of the flow of God's good. And Ed's got a great reading from Eric Butterworth's. Spiritual Economics, which is also on our reading list at Goodreads. This is a great book for prosperity, and this is perfect coming
4: off. If you didn't, if you missed the last segment with Laura Harvey, I re- really recommend you go to the archives and go back to that middle segment because she gave us a great tool yes. for getting back in the flow when we, we're, we're faced with something that uh, financially or something that feels a little scary. Or when something. you're
3: paying your bills, yeah, uh, I can't think of anything more scarier than that there except maybe go. open heart surgery. There you have it. There
4: you have it, and. Mr. Butterworth in Spiritual Economics on page 44, it's going to read one paragraph that I really liked, and it says, A great idea that may help you to unlearn some of the errors of human consciousness is this. I am a most important person to God, for I am God's living enterprise. God is not off somewhere in space where you must strain to reach him to get him to work a miracle for you, if you're lucky. God is on your side. God has a stake in you. God is not someone to reach for, but a presence to accept. Instead of dwelling on how difficult things are for you, turn off into the center of your being and relax in the assurance that you are God's living enterprise and that your good fortune is secure because it is God's good pleasure to give it to you. Yes. God
3: means, is on our side.
4: That, that, state, that frame of mind is the bigger container that we're talking about. Yeah. So let's see here. We got I'm
3: joke. thinking about joy attracting more good. Oh Do you God. like the way I did that segue? I love that segue. <laughs> we got a joke. That, that segue might be better than the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear
4: it. Uh, okay. this is from where'd you find this one? This is from the Book of Catholic jokes, which are indeed confirmed funny by Deacon Tom Sheridan. So this one go- starts here. Okay. A preschool catechist was concerned that her students might be a little confused about Jesus Christ because of the Christmas season's emphasis on his birth. She wanted to make sure they understood that the birth of Jesus occurred a long time ago, that he grew up and so forth. So the teacher asked her class, where is Jesus today? Stephen raised his hand and said, he's in heaven. Mary called out, he's in my heart. Little Johnny waving his hand furiously, finally blurted, I know, I know, he's in our bathroom at home. The whole class became very quiet and looked at the teacher who was completely at a loss for words he finally gathered his wits and asked johnny why he thought jesus was in his bathroom johnny said well every morning my father gets up bangs on the bathroom door
3: and yells jesus christ are you still in there ah Postal Pitbull has arrived. I
4: thought I heard her barking a minute ago. It must have been the Postman arriving. Yes, it was. And uh, Do you so want to dig in? Let's, let's dig into the bag. What has she got?
3: Let's see what we can come up with here. Ooh, this look one looks it, like it comes from where? It looks like it's got a little mute country western music oh, dripping yeah. off it. This one's from Knoxville, Tennessee. And actually, this one got delivered to the funniest thing face page, funniest thing face page, (laughs) (laughs) the funniest thing fan page on Facebook. And it's from Hope Ealy, Knoxville, Tennessee. It says, hey, guys, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your show. I look forward to it every week. Lately, I've been saving the podcast for Sundays so that I can listen to it while while I'm training for my first half marathon. Having your show to listen to makes those runs so much more bearable. Thanks for your work and for always reminding me how God is at work in my life. That is awesome. Thank you. Yes,
4: that is a wonderful
3: letter. I, I guess it's it's for real. We really are coaches. That's right. <laughs> life coaches. <laughs> no, like, or marathon no, no, coaches. I get it. I get it. We're, we're not life coaches. We're marathon coaches. Yeah, right, right, right.
4: Well, uh, I only
3: say that because Ed and I both make fun of coaching. Coaching, yeah. coaching, coaching. Oh, well, there that was, was a time a where a
4: friend of ours, this is kind of what brought it really to a head, was a, a friend of ours was saying, who was an artist, was saying, oh, I'm going back to school for coaching. And Daryl and I, being in the circles we were in,
3: we thought, oh, no, not another guy who's going to start. Coaching and this new idea of what coaching is, yeah, yeah, which got robbed from the old idea of what coaching was. Yeah,
4: Neither we were both of both of us were very surprised when he turned out that he was going to be
3: because then he goes, "Yeah, coaching." Uh, he, we're both like, "You're going to get into coaching?" He goes, "Yeah, you know, I love volleyball and i hope to train. I love training." Right, and, then, right. and we're like, "Oh, a real coach!" Right? We forgot those existed. Like, there's right, still right. athletic coaches.
4: Right, right, and and we're just having a little fun. So, uh, let's we got we're now at this. Funniest thing. Show, funniest things for the week. I got a real quick one with a prosperity.
3: Good one. Yes. I was at a meeting, a, like a spiritual get together, and I left my pad. I always carry a little moleskin. I write notes and pictures in and on the front of everyone. I always immediately write my name, address, a funny little cartoon, and the promise of a $20 reward if, if, if it's found. And it's funny. I suggest everyone, if you have a journal, put a reward in the front. Ever since I put on a reward that's lucrative, like 20 bucks, I've never lost one of these pads ever. I go into the bathroom, I leave it on my chair, and while I'm in the bathroom, I start having these fearful ideas. Hey, what if a creep in there grabs my moleskin, and now I'm seeing it like a movie man, he grabs yeah. my moleskin, and he's going, hey, where's my 20 bucks? And I'm like, dude, you just... You can't hold my moleskin hostage for 20 bucks. So I sock him right in the nose. Now, this is I, a fantasy mind. Yeah, to. yeah. This is all in my head. I sock him right in the nose. He goes, oh, dude. And I take back my pad and everyone goes, yeah, he deserved that. And I felt justified like he deserved it. He's playing a game with me for mm. 20 bucks. That, um, that thought immediately gets like a channel changed in my mind. And all of a sudden it plays again. Hey, dude, I got your pad. Give me 20 bucks. It says reward. And I immediately take out 20 bucks happily. And I go, here you go. He gives me back the Pat, He's almost stunned. And the same buddy that said, yeah, he deserved it, said, wow, you just gave him that 20 bucks like nothing. And I said, yeah, I can always get it. You know, I could always manifest or receive or earn another 20. Yeah. This guy's going to have to keep scratching and scraping for him. Right. And I couldn't believe how the one idea instantly supplanted the other. And I thought, and then when I left, I thought, well, if someone does that, I'm going to easily give them my 20 I was kind of disappointed. Nothing yeah. happened. It was still on my thing. And then when I get home, there was a letter for me uh-huh. that I thought was the IRS because it was from the Department of the Treasury. That right. Maybe they want to do it. All right. I open it up. It was a check for $50. <laughs> it didn't even say what it was for. It's like they just reimbursed me for something. It was like just a few typed words. Yeah. You know, reimbursement for this. It didn't even say what it was. You know, it had a number on it. Uh-huh. So I was like. Oh my God. Yeah. This stuff is incredible.
4: It is. And it, I, I thought it was great. You didn't judge yourself for the, you know, you let yourself have that fantasy that came through of socking the guy. That quickly moved on to the next, more, you know, in the even more loving, joyous thought yes. that opened the channel for that $50 to arrive. And my funniest thing was yesterday I was driving home from writing the episode and I was, uh, my son called and said, Hey, I just found this website where you can donate money and they give you downloads of video games. Now, the reason it caught my attention was earlier in the day, I worked with a, a 10th grade student who's a computer programmer. He's a genius. He showed me the same page during our session. So that caught my attention. said, funniest thing. I've never heard of this, and so now I'm hearing about it twice. In the same day. In the same day. So my son was able to donate his $6 that he had left over from our vacation And get all these
3: video games that he had been wanting. Some of them were worth $60. And the money goes to charity. Goes straight to charity, yes. And now, wait, I got to break it up here because there's one crucial thing in there that I believe, and maybe you could shed light on, how your mind didn't jump into the old idea of, oh, wait a minute, son, this smells fishy to me. Yeah, it might be too good to be true or Or whatever. It's a scam. They just want your information.
4: But because I had... Was was remembering that I had just seen it earlier in the day. Well, and why did you
3: see it? I attribute yeah, I that to because we do regular morning prayer and meditation. Yeah,
4: exactly, exactly. Just to get in tune with what's going on around us and, and so that we're open and available when these little funniest things do happen so that we can celebrate them. I and it turned out he kept four of the games he gave, and then he gave two of the games. To his friend, so he was very generous. Your
3: son you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, my son kept four of the games. Gave without it to you, his friend. I without, without you saying, son, you're going to give
4: two of those away. I know, I did nothing. Isn't all not that amazing? This. And, the, and he and uh, his mother had just been talking about these games because he was thinking, I need to get a new computer because these games are too big for my laptop. So my, uh, my wife was just suggesting, why don't you buy one of those games first?
3: And see if it plays. And
4: see if it plays. And he was able to do all of that. In, his, in that funniest thing fantastic you know what i'm getting hungry this was a great show and now i'm starving but i'm not sure what i want to eat well, well just go in the kitchen god's in there cooking god knows what we want before we do really yeah put on the skillet and put on the lid mom is gonna make some shortening bread and that's not all that she's gonna do is gonna cook some coffee too. Cause mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Mama's
3: little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves short. Subscribe to the funniest thing podcast on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone or log into unity.fm and find your old episodes there we love to hear from you. Send, yes, all, send all of your stories, comments, suggestions, funniest <laughs> thing to funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. Join us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook and like us and we'll keep you up to date on everything. But most of all, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio.
1: yeah.
8: Music speaks, louder than words. music speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Rev. Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music. It's the only thing that the whole world listens to.
7: Music speaks louder.